<laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Tobacco Pipe. And uh, we had some hot topics we started talking about, but uh, we, we were like, halt this. We'll talk about it on here, and we can just get uh, kind of right into it. Let's jump in. Let's um, just keep going. We were talking about nicotine a little bit. Um, the benefits and the uh, downsides, I guess you could say. Um, and a lot of people don't know of benefits for it. Well, a, a lot of people associate, like, I mean, at least myself. I can't say everybody, but I would yeah. assume that a lot of people associate nicotine with cigarettes, in my opinion, yeah. at least now. Cigarettes themselves are bad for you because all the chemicals and everything that they put in them. I also think people, like, directly associate with cancer. True. That you is know? a fact. That yeah, is a fact. Yeah, yeah. So, like, nicotine itself, I, I was just telling you, I, I I, mean, I'll have to research it. I'm not going to do it on here because we ain't fact-checking, son. But I heard <laughs> that nicotine is good for your mind. And I was listening, like, brain and how it works and functions. I was listening to something where they said people that smoke cigarettes, of course, cigarettes are bad for you, <clears> like <throat> I just said, with the chemicals and everything. But a lot of them wouldn't get dementia or start going bad in the mind because of right. the nicotine that was being put in their bodies. Um, and uh, I might be wrong by saying this, and people can correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, I don't know if it's actually the nicotine itself that causes you the health problems. I think it's the other chemicals in, in the, uh, whether it be like uh, chew or like pouches, cigarettes. Um, but yeah, uh, like you were just saying, it, I guess I, I think of it as it, like it will stimulate your mind. Yeah. Uh, but uh, and we were just talking about. It. I think you, you just got to find a way to. Uh, what's the word for it? N- moderate? Like, yeah, moderate it. Um, like I was just about to say, um, that's what I need to do because uh, a lot of the times I, I uh, use uh, tobacco pouches, and uh, it's it's almost become like a mental addiction with certain activities. Like, uh, if I'm playing Xbox, I, I like, uh, feel like I don't play as well if I don't have pouches. It's weird if I don't have pouches in. Or, well, like, doing this, I have to have pouches in. Gri- I mean, Grizzly, I imagine, has nicotine in it, right? Oh, yeah. Because yeah. I'm pretty sure Stoker's... I don't know if Sto- I, I could be wrong, and this is terrible because I, don't I think it does. Stoker's doesn't have the nicotine; it's just all tobacco. I think it's like the uh, only one that does, when it comes to like actual tobacco. I think it might be the only one that doesn't have it. I could be wrong, but uh, yeah, I know Grizzly does, and that's that's my thing. I just need to slow it down a little bit because I have correlated it with like the, all these different activities, and I need to break that habit. Yeah, and I think. Doing that, I'd be a lot better off and maybe not risking health so much. Um, well, just just how – I mean, I can tell how you are. It's kind of how I am. When you're doing specific things yeah. that you're doing, you want to be focused. And one of the best things to get yeah. focused is the nicotine That's a good point. Buzz. I didn't even think of that. And I, it honestly, it could correlate to, like, playing better on Xbox or, like, uh, flowing better talking on it. You know what I mean? Um it's funny because, like, literally, I right before we started, I literally I had some and like riding my motorcycle. I hate not having pouches in, um, and I rode it over here, so I had some in, and they were getting old in my mouth. So I literally pulled some out and put two more right back in to start. Which probably that's what I'm saying. Like, 
need to break one of them. Yeah. Because, like, you can't be doing, like, out with the old and with the new all the time. My my personal opinion on the matter is if you're just relaxing and chilling, yeah, that's probably when you would need to break the habit of having them in. I, I, I don't yeah. know if you're used to just sitting on the couch and throwing them in and spitting. Yeah. But if you can just correlate it to where – Every time you need a pouch or want a pouch or nicotine, however you may take it, pouches, Joel, right. vape, whatever it may be, as long as you're doing it in a smart way to help you focus on what you're trying to do, I don't see it as a as a downside. And and I we just said it's it's hard because the stigma of nicotine tobacco, you said it best. Yeah. You do think of cancer in your head yeah. when you think of those things but you don't really look at the beneficial side of what it can really do to yeah. help you function daily. And like, especially uh, with the like jewels and vapes, it's most, I mean, mostly like vastly the other chemicals in there that that's hurting you. Um, <clears throat> I really, I mean, I'm going to have to fa like fact check it, but I really don't know if it is the, uh, I know nicotine's an addictive chemical, but I don't know if that's the one that causes, like, the sickness when it comes down to it. Um, no, I, I, I agree. Know. And I, I've been noticing, especially JT, because he, he does cigarettes, a lot of their signs that they're putting up now are just, it says on there, just water and tobacco. So you can tell they're trying to get to a healthier point of what right. they put in the cigarette. Right. No, like, I, I really, like, tobacco itself, like, it might, like, be, like, uh, I don't know if it's really that bad. Winston cigarettes, I'm sorry. I think I said okay. the wrong one. Okay, um, Like, tobacco itself, like you were saying with the Stoker Rub, I think it's literally just tobacco. I don't know if it's really that bad. I, for I'm 99.9% .9 sure, which I should know this. This is terrible. But it, it on the signs, it literally is just 100% American-based tobacco. Yeah. And it is amazing when you put stokers in versus something with nicotine because you get a buzz. It's completely different, though. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. And, like, it might be, like, it might have, like, some corrosive properties for, like, your teeth and stuff. But, like, like there's guys that will literally just, like, take a tobacco leaf and chew on it. Yep. And, like, um, I really don't know if, that would hurt you all that bad. Well, like, a, I don't, like I said, I don't know. It, and I'm not saying it's right, but the way I look at it is tobacco, at least we can use tobacco, has been around forever in oh, terms yeah. of since 17, 1800s. Whenever they discovered it, I, I can't remember. I'm not a historian, but um, <laughs> it, it's it's been around forever and people have been using it forever. So there's obvious benefits of yeah. using the products. I think it's just like anything else. It's it, it's about moderation. Yeah. Like I, anything I, in moderation is better. I agree. Literally. And I think the one unknown that we won't really know for 20, 30, 40 years down the road is just how like, but, but see, that's what I don't understand because people have smoked cigarettes forever, but now they're saying that vapes especially are just changing the way that our bodies work. And yeah. I, don't, I don't think we'll ever know the benefits or the cons of it until 30, 40 years down the right. road when our generation's older right. to see how we survive versus past. Yeah, I mean, you need 
time there. I mean, it, it like, uh, like when all the vapes came out, everyone's just like, oh, this is so much safer, blah, blah, blah. And come to find out, like, people are getting fucked up by it. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, you, you need time to research it. Well, it is wild to really think that one of those jewel pods is worth a, a carton of, or not a carton, a, a pack, pack of cigarettes yeah. worth of nicotine. Which, when you put that in perspective, that is crazy. But yeah. then you sit back and think, if it's just nicotine, obviously it's going to affect people differently in terms of how much they use it and things like that. But if nicotine has its benefits, you, you would think that people would want to look into that and, and start yeah. using it more. Because I, I was watching The Fighter and the Kid, and Brendan has this guy on there named uh, Mike Catherwood, who's been replacing Callen because... I imagine yeah, you yeah, saw yeah, the yeah, whole yeah, fucking yeah. thing, but he gets those nicotine patches, pouches like I have, and his and like mine six milligrams that I use. Brendan uses four milligrams. He gets some from Sweden, and they're thirty milligrams. Yeah, yeah, I've heard about them. Um, and I really, I really, I think it's the other chemicals that you gotta look out for. I do. That, and that's, I think that's why, like, the jewels and the vapes, and I think that's why it's hurting people. I don't think it's the nicotine itself. Um, I'm open to being proven wrong. But oh, for sure. I, I just, uh, that's just my opinion. And, and you and I, were definitely biased because we use it, and yet we do use it sometimes when we shouldn't. But I would say yeah, most yeah, of the yeah. times we do, as we were just talking about, we use it as a focus enhancer versus just putting it in willy-nilly. Like, I'll yeah. throw a pouch in when I'm working, about to go into a store. I have to play Xbox with one in because... <laughs> it's funny, dude. I just get dialed in. I have to. Yeah. I, I, I focus so hard and I zone in, and it, it helps me perform better with whatever it is. Right, and then, like, it's been so long now. Like, I, I really, if I do get a buzz, I don't know it, notice it. I, uh, it has really just become more of a focus thing for me. Really. It's true. And like, uh, calming nerves. See, the, the one thing that I've been trying, and I still do it, but I've been trying to lay off all of the energy drinks and, and a bunch of coffee. Yeah, I Cause I feel that, them. that fucks with my body worse in terms of stomach. Yes, I do get a quick buzz and energy and I'm dialed in. But once you start coming on that come down of like a bunch of Red yeah. Bulls or Monsters or even, you know, your five, six, seven cups of coffee, yeah. that hurts my body worse than when I'm done with the nicotine pouch. I quit drinking energy drinks altogether. And I <clears throat> cause like uh, over last summer at work, like I hated not having uh, like uh, one of the Monster like hydration drinks or just like a regular monster like i drink one after my morning break and after lunch um that's terrible for you you don't realize yeah. how your body gets used to that yeah. feeling and then yeah. when you don't get it you feel like shit yeah i quit drinking them and it took me a minute to adjust to like having the energy to get through the day i still drink coffee in the morning and i probably will continue to but uh, it's i think people are coming to find out black coffee is not bad for you really um so that's just right i have started putting barely any cream and sugar in mine i just put a tiny bit but uh i do like black coffee it's just i don't really drink it that much um 
I, I was on a black coffee kick for that simple reason. Like you said, it is much healthier when you don't have the sugars or the creamers, even if it's sugar-free or fat-free, yeah. they still fuck with you. But speaking of coffee, there's that company that um, – that Black Rifle Coffee yeah, Company. Yeah, coffee's delicious. That you brought to the cabin. Yeah. Like – I guess just listening to people talk about it on Rogan and other podcasts, that whole company itself focuses on trying to make the best coffee so you don't have to put those additives in it. Yeah. To where it tastes good and it gives you the energy, but you're not having to put... I love their coffee. It was good, And you know, and I use a Keurig, so that's that's the big problem for me. I I don't know if they've done it yet, but I'd love to see them come out with the the K-Cups. And I, I would use them all the time. And I'd probably drink black coffee more. Um, now, I know they do. They sell, like, those reusable cups you can put in and just put, like, the coffee ground into it or ground-up coffee into it. Um, I got one, but it, it's the wrong size for my particular Keurig, I guess. Figures. So, yeah, um, I'd have to get another one. But, yeah, I, I had a, a bag of their coffee, and... I literally sat in my cabinet for probably at least a year or two years, and when I when I had brought it to the cabin a few months ago, that was that old coffee, and it still was delicious. I think. Oh, um, it was good. Yeah, and I mean, thinking I, that was only a few months ago, that feels like that was three years ago that we did that. I know. I, uh, I mean, I did keep it in like a Tupperware container, so it wasn't like exposed to air. But I mean, still, I don't know if coffee goes bad over time. Oh, I imagine fades. I imagine like anything, it probably loses its touch. But yeah. it is like I don't know. I I feel like if you would have it sitting out for like five or six years, and then you tried to do it, it <laughs> yeah. might be a little off. But it, it still tasted tasted very but very good. If I don't have my coffee in the morning, I'm a little brat for real. Well, I have to have it. And that's the one thing about those K cups that I like the K cups because my problem is is I do love coffee. Yeah. But I'm not good at making coffee in the morning. I always yeah. find myself putting too much in, too little. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I make great coffee, but then other times I make it and I'm like, "Holy shit, this is strong." Or "Holy shit, I don't taste anything." So I yeah. need to get better at learning how to do and that. The other thing is uh with having the K-Cups, it'll save you from waste, like making too much. And like if you do make too much, um, you're almost like inclined to drink it all exactly. because you don't want to waste. So that stops that at least. And it's just the convenience of it, too. It's just unreal convenient. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I, uh, I, I do see what you mean, though. There's definitely like uh, getting a Keurig up front you may think it is kind of expensive in the beginning with buying all the K-Cups and things like that. But just like you said, it's so beneficial because you're I, not wasting. I I get a, a box of 96 cups at Kroger for like 25 bucks. So, I mean, really, that that's – I mean, if you just drink it once in the morning every day, that's three months yeah, at least. You, so, I you mean, probably throw away more – just by making normal pots. Yeah. You know what I mean? In yeah. terms of the math and everything. It's like really that. not that expensive if you just buy like the value brands. And uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. I like getting like a Starbucks box every now and then, but overall I just drink like the Kroger brand K cups, like donut shop or like premium blend or whatever it is. But, um, 
And I have no problem with it, really. And it might be because I was I grew up on it and I was raised on it. But a lot of like the Kroger brand, Walmart brand stuff, I think tastes better. Dude, the Kroger brand Pop Tarts. I swear, I I I like them so much better than the actual Pop Tart brand. One that have more icing on them. The icing covers the whole thing. You know, you get Pop Tarts nowadays. The one side has icing, the other side like barely has any. I hate that. And uh, I know Pop-Tarts aren't great for you, but, I mean, that I'd use them for, like, my breakfast snack at work. Um, Were you ever a toaster strudel guy? Oh, I love toaster strudels. What's your favorite? I love them. Um, you know, they have, like, uh, either raspberry or strawberry cheesecake or, like, cream cheese inside. Oh, man. I think it's strawberry. Yeah, that, I, I have to say that's my favorite one. See, mine is apple. Did you ever fuck around with the no. apple ones? Dude, Mm-mm. they were always very, very good. But the problem is, and I, I think That's I was... That's a risk right there. Dude, and I was... I, I, I think I talked about this with Zarly. The problem is, is the inside was so good, but you want so much more icing that you'd end up using more of the packets <laughs> yeah. and then you'd be fucked at the end. Dude, that's what, when I was younger and I'd eat them, I'd want like two icing packs for everyone. But I... I I've I began to control that. I just put because like it sucks when you get down to the bottom of the box and you have nothing left. You have to control it. You have to. I wish they just sold uh, that you could buy just icing packets. Yep. Like that would be money. Well, and then I remember too. I, I don't even know if they make them anymore. But then they had a like a breakfast strudel with eggs were in it and cheese and ham, hmm. and you'd put those in the toasters. Those were weird in the beginning, but but if you toast it right, they taste yeah, very good. I imagine I'd eat them. Yeah. You know, really, I mean, I don't know if they'd be good for you, but they probably wouldn't be too, too bad. Well, it's probably just terrible because all the preservatives and mm-hmm. shit like that. But I, I've been thinking oh. lately, are you a breakfast food guy? Oh, it's my favorite food. The older I get, the more distant I get from it for some reason. Oh, it's hard to keep up with making breakfast every morning. True. Especially like when you're older, like you have to wake up that much earlier to prepare uh, your breakfast and whatnot. And when you're like you're on the, especially like you're on the move all the time. So it's, it's so much harder to keep up eating like a good healthy breakfast. And a lot of times I find myself not doing it or I'll just make like a couple pieces of uh a toast and that'll be it and speaking of bread like uh my my dad turned me on to this this uh it's relatively new brand mike's uh like mike's power bread or something like that uh man it is it is so good he's got this one called mike's good seed and it has 21 different types of seeds in the bread and it's actually like good for you it's not like you know like a lot of people are like bread bread in general is not good for you this bread is awesome and it's actually good for you and the funny the crazy part is uh he came up with the recipes he was in jail or prison for a while he came up with them in prison and now like he comes out makes his bread and doing pretty damn good honestly like you can get in kroger and all these places and yeah so i'll make a couple pieces of that in the morning and Maybe put a little bit of, like, light butter on it and cream cheese I'll put on it, too. It's so good. Isn't it funny how the way the world's going? Like, when we were growing up, 
everybody was trying to make all these foods with all the preservatives in there to make them cheaper and last longer. Yeah. And you didn't realize it's terrible for you. You didn't realize the effect that it did on your body. Yeah. Now it seems like we're going in a complete circle where they're trying to go back Everything to the way fresh. it used to be. Oh, it's so much better for you. And actually I saw a, a video today on Instagram. Um it's actually an account JT turned me on to that, co- like connecting consciousness or something. Yep. And this guy uh, was talking about GMOs. And uh, there's this one uh, uh, gene, I guess, like a while back, they had, there were, some company was experimenting with genes and they found this one. And uh, like Bayer and a couple other big companies uh, bought it, bought into it, and they put it, anything that's genetically modified it now. It is in that food, and it's been proven that that food uh, or that gene causes infertility. Damn. Like it'll attack sperm cells in men and attack eggs in women to help uh, help cause lose fertility. And I like it's crazy to think these big companies bought into it and they like think it's okay to put into that. So that's another thing to think about when you uh, see like GMO foods. Absolutely, stay away from them if you want to have kids. I mean, that's that's just wild. Well, I, uh, you know, at WVU towards the tail end, you're always trying to find these higher up classes that are easier ones that have you know reputations. Where, well, I took a class called Women in Food, and it was kind of like Women in Movies, except it focused on food stuff. I was the only dude. It was like me and a bunch of different chicks. But it was can't fa- complain. Can't complain. Can't complain. It was fascinating though because we learned about GMOs, and yeah. I didn't realize. I mean, this was only five years ago, so I was only twenty-two or twenty-one or whatever yeah. it may be. I didn't realize how bad GMOs are for your body. Yeah. Oh, they're terrible. That's uh, like literally um, all. Like if you look around now, all the healthiest people that they will never eat them. Never. I mean. And that's something I've been trying to get better at is, like, trying to stay away from stuff like that. And I definitely could still get a lot better with it. Um, I haven't started tracking, like, my eating on, like, uh, some app. I think Under Armour owns it. Has it been beneficial so far? Yeah, yeah. It, like, it really uh, opens your eyes to see, like, um, like the first couple of days, like I thought I was eating a little bit healthier until I downloaded this and like it tracks like literally everything like sugars, sodium, carbs, uh, protein, fats, and like the different types of carbs and fats and everything. And, uh, like you, you can really think that you're eating a lot better and it's like, holy shit. Like, not even close. Well, one of the, the main things of the class, obviously it was women in food. So they were talking about how younger girls when they're growing up would get more advanced in terms of growing bigger boobs, bigger butts and things like that. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. and they said the reason that that's happening, how these 12, 13 year old girls are developing so quick is because the genetically modified yeah. stuff that they put in the foods and, and they didn't realize that when they did it, that it would affect our bodies like it has, and it was dialed in on women. So that's why I'm using them right, as an example, right. but they would show pictures of like, 12 or 13 year old girls years ago and then pictures of them now and how it really oh, it's does a drastic change and the how the growth spurts and everything it's, yeah. it's fascinating it's uh, it's people say it all the time like like a uh, 15 year old girl nowadays literally looks like she's 18 to 20 Easy. It, it, it's not and back 
way back when. I mean, it looks like little kids. Uh, it's it's crazy, and I mean, it's gotten a lot of people in trouble, honestly. Well, even when we were younger, like fourth, fifth, sixth grade, we can use that. I don't ever remember the girls that we went to school with or knew looking like the girls today. It was just because it wasn't. It just wasn't. Like, <laughs> I literally. Know. I mean, it's it's just crazy to think how fast, just over that little period of time. I mean, well, probably, like, it's been, like, ten years. But still, I mean, relatively, that's a short amount of time when you look at the big scheme of things. Uh, just how much change, like, those little things can do. I mean, it, it is, it's it, wild. It is. It's so wild. And... You know, I, I, I think I want to I want to think that when companies were trying to do this, they were trying to think of ways to make thing to make more bulk of things and make it cheaper yeah. for the consumer. At least that's what I want to tell wanna myself. You want to think they're doing better, trying to do better. And it's just a mistake. Exactly. But, like the way stuff comes out nowadays, like more and more, it's like you see companies blatantly just having a disregard for people. Um, and like selling it as beneficial, but I mean, yeah, I still want to think it was a mistake, but you just never know. Well, and, and one one thing that changed my perspective, I don't know if you and I have ever talked about it. We might have on our earlier episodes, but was that Dark Waters movie that yeah that documentary and that movie yeah. about that chemical that they put on the nonstick it's, pans uh, and repellent and stuff like that. Um, P O F P O A yeah P O F A Teflon. Teflon, that's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And you know, in the beginning, you know, they thought that they broke and made this crazy thing and everybody was buying it. And yeah. now it's wild to think that every single person in this world that, that lives in like a, like a uh, I guess, technological advanced world has this in our body. Yeah, I think it was something crazy, like 97, 98% of people, like you have Teflon in your blood. And it's nothing yeah. we can control. Yeah, and the the crazy part is once once that specific chemical compound was outlawed, they literally just like tweaked like one or two little things, and it's, it's almost like the same thing. It's just they found a loophole to get around it. And that's what's so wild to think that that start. Why well, I, I one of the big plants that started it was in Parkersburg, yeah. West Virginia, Dupont, Dupont, Dupont plant. And the I like uh, being in my work. I've ran into. Uh, uh, quite a few people from like Parkersburg uh, uh, local, and um, they they have all like everyone I've talked to like that's like their big plant they work at down there. So who, who knows? They could still be. Ex- ex- I mean, I know everyone's exposed now because all the products they made with it. But I mean, being right there, it's like you are heavily exposed. Yeah, and, um, and that's what that's what was wild when how it was you know deforming bodies. Yeah, of new babies of of how it fucked with people that were still alive. Oh, there was that one guy in the documentary. Like his face is all messed up, and it's like, I mean, just I think his mom worked there or something. I forget. And his like, his mom was one of the women that was on the front line, and she yeah. was one of I think there was three or four of them that were pregnant. And I think all the babies came out with some kind of deformity yeah. like him. Yeah, that just it sucks. Like, they, they had no idea. They weren't informed, and there's nothing they could do about it. Well, and that's why I wanted to mention, like, 
you know, I want to think that when they create these things, they are looking out for people's best interests, but it's hard with a company like that yeah. that they were just looking they were just trying to make a dollar they didn't give a shit they, uh, and yeah like in that documentary they made it out to seem like they knew what the fuck they were doing 100% they just didn't care and shout out mark ruffalo for for deciding to um, make that movie as a as a big time actor to shine light on that whole situation yeah. because you know it still goes on in different yeah. companies with different chemicals. And, I mean, other than just that movie too, there was like an actual documentary on Netflix about the same exact thing and like just gives you like more of like instead of like cinema fe- like feel like an actual like educational uh, film and like ah, it's just nuts. How, uh, just how much shit they put out there. It was literally, like, Teflon was literally in everything, dude. The like, re- water-repellent jackets, like, ev- yeah. everything. Pots and pans you're cooking. I mean, shit, to this day, we, we still will use, like, Teflon tape for, like, uh, um, now they might have, like, uh, tried to tweak a couple of things in, like, the chemical compound for, the, like, this Teflon tape. I'm doing the quotes motion. Um, but, uh, yeah, we still use it for, uh, like, screw-on pipe and stuff. Yeah. Like, the it's, like, you put tape around it first to help stop leaks, and then you put, like, some, uh, I don't know what, uh, we call it dope pipe, but it's, like, just, like, this... Uh, oily squishy substance you put on there after the tape but yeah it's yeah. it's crazy it's still in stuff and and i would as i'm just assuming i don't know this but i would assume now that they probably still use it and still can use it because our bodies are probably just used to it yeah yeah for real if you look back uh in time like when it com- comes to having babies and whatnot and all like they're I feel like there's a lot, a drastically small number of, like, infants with uh, deformities, any type of health problems, and all that, like, 50 to 100 years ago as there is now. And I think it's just because of all these advancements, like, people have trying to make, whether they're trying to do good or bad. Um, and that that's what brings it full circle, because yeah. even with food and things like that, it does seem, at least you want to hope, that these companies are trying to revert back to the old way because they realize yeah. that everything that they're doing now really can affect humans sure. and animals and the earth in a wrong way. And I feel like at the rate we're going, I mean, just think about it. 20, 30 years ago, we didn't even have the internet like we do today. Oh, no. I mean, the, the advancement from, let's just say, the, the 90s we'll use until yeah. now... That thirty years is crazy. Oh how yeah, different we watched are. it all happen. I don't know, like when we were little kids, it was like fascinating to play like a game on the computer, and now it's just like it's it's like an everyday thing. Yeah, it's. I mean, people are making hundreds of thousands of dollars playing games. It, well, it's nuts. That's why I am blessed that we did get to grow up a little bit in the era where this stuff wasn't around. Yeah, we we got to taste. The other side it was of like the that hill. perfect middle ground. Exactly. Really. Because really. I remember going home from school and just 
literally doing my homework and being outside until it got dark yeah. and my mom would yell and we would come inside. Yeah. I don't know if that happens anymore. Uh, not nearly as much. I mean, I don't know. I'm not trying to say it's better that way, but, I mean, there's, there's definitely uh, – a huge number of kids that just like don't get outside now because they're they're playing on their video games. And I'm an avid video game player, so I'm not talking shit on it. No, you really can't make a career out of it nowadays. But like, it's uh, like just like social uh, growth and stuff like that. It's it's harder to have nowadays because you don't have to interact with people face-to-face as much anymore. And you'd want to assume, I mean, I don't even think it'd be assuming, I think it would just be fact to say that, you know, these kids, as in myself being one of these kids, when we would go outside after school and everything like that, you would want to assume that we were way healthier than the kids are now that just go home and just sit and watch TV. Even if it's like the tiniest bit of running around outside, you're still doing it, and that's still some type of exercise. Like, the most we could do when we were really young is, like, watch TV. Like, uh, video games and stuff were, uh, they were starting to come into play, but they're not nearly as big. You, I mean, you got all the online play and stuff now. You didn't have that back then. No. And when it came out, it was it was like a huge deal. Not everyone had it because, I mean, just like uh, some people didn't have, like, the, the right Internet connection and stuff like that for it. I mean, you could get it, but it, it wasn't as easily accessible yeah. as it is today. Um, and what what's crazy thinking back to how you just said watching TV it's wild to think that we we really didn't get to pick what we wanted yeah, to watch. Literally, there were just channels. There yeah. was a channel guide that you'd go to, and it would tell you what was on the channel yeah. and what was on TV. That's all you had to deal with, and all you had to watch, unless you had like a v, VCHS or whatever that you could pop yeah. a movie in. But to think now that with phones, with streaming services, with these smart TVs, you literally can watch almost anything that you want to. I don't think, like, kids nowadays realize how spoiled they are with that stuff. Yep. Like, it used to suck scrolling through channels and not being able to find anything to watch because, like, that was, like, uh, almost like a special time. You, like, you get to sit down and watch TV, and, like, if you can't find anything on, it's like, ruins that time for the day. Yeah. You know, and nowadays you literally... Literally pop on whatever you want. It's crazy. Like, people still get bored on Netflix and stuff. Like, run out of Netflix shows to watch. Like, you don't run out. You just see there's less interesting stuff to you personally. Yeah. And I never thought I'd say this, but I, I do at times kind of miss the art of a commercial while you're watching a show. Yeah. Because yeah. now when you have to pee or when you want to check your phone or you're making food or something like that, there used to be that built-in commercial where you knew when it was coming, you could get up and change all your shit. Yeah. You, you know, and, like, that's crazy to sit here and, and think that at 27, I kind of miss commercials because now when you're watching stuff, you have to be dialed in the whole time. Yeah. Unless you pause it, which, I mean, is very easy to do. But <laughs> if you're watching it with somebody or family members, you can't just pause it for them because you have to go do something else. Right. Yeah. Like, it. it <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, you don't want to be rude. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah. And uh, the com- with commercials and whatnot, I mean, people... I don't, you don't, I just feel like you don't get as uh, creative stuff anymore. Yeah. Uh, like, because a lot of people, 
commercials could in their time to shine. And they're just not around as much. Yeah, you, like the Super Bowl, for example, people would pay so much money to get a commercial. Oh, it's the like Super millions Bowl. of dollars for like a fifteen-second slot. Yeah, and I did the Super Bowl commercials, in my opinion, have gone downhill. They suck. Yeah, now. yeah. They, it used to be like a highlight of watching the Super Bowl. The commercials. They, I remember like seventh, eighth grade, going into school after the Super Bowl. Like, oh, did you see this one? Did you see this one? And. It's just not like that anymore. Isn't it wild to think, too, at least for me, probably for a lot of people, I know the NCAA tournament was starting, but the last big thing that we got to watch before all this went down was the Super Bowl. Yeah. And the big complaint was, well, not from me, but everybody was complaining about Shakira and J-Lo <laughs> shaking know. their ass. And that's the last thing. That was thing. bullshit. For, like, to me, like, grow the fuck up. Seriously. I, which honestly, that brings me to I. I actually forgot I wanted to talk, bring this up today. It's kind of like vulgar, but it's funny. I like um, it. There, like Cardi B, Meg The Stallion, and maybe like one other person. They have this song out right now. It's an acronym. It's called WAP. W A P. Have you heard it? I haven't heard the song. I just oh, watched man. a video of Feidelberg and Kate reading the lyrics. <laughs> Dude, it's, it's insane, and like people want to complain about them. Like Super Bowl up there dancing and whatnot, like, like I don't know, like it being like a womanizing thing and stuff. But then like you got songs like this coming out, like the the lyrics are just insane, dude. Like I, I don't know, there's like a part where it's like I want I want you to swipe your nose up this wet ass, you know what I mean? Like a credit card, like what the fuck? I know, dude. I mean, like. And more power to them. I mean, like, any male rapper, they can, they can say whatever the fuck they want. Facts. So, like, I'm not hating on it. Do what you want. It's, a, like, it's actually kind of cool, but, like, it's, like, both sides of the spectrum there. Um, you want to, like, flaunt your stuff or whatever and whatnot. In today's age, it's way more accepted. I'm cool with that. Right on. Do it. But then don't turn around and complain about uh, two music artists just doing, like, some twerking on stage. I mean, it's it's just become... It's like a normal thing now. And, Absolutely. Uh, dude, <laughs> you, you got to listen to that song. Uh, I literally listened to it, like, three times this morning. It's catchy, too. Really? I mean, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's something else, dude. Well, the, the way the world was going before all this went down, we were at our height of just pinpointing and complaining about everything. Yeah. So having people complain about that halftime experience, you would think that with all this going on, it would make people appreciate things more. I think throughout the month of March, people were worried and people were scared, but people were, um, you know, enjoying things much more. Yeah. And now it seems like we are in a direction that kind of scares me. Honestly, we're in a direction right now to where, comedy making fun of people is is turning into like you yeah. can't do it anymore and, yeah. and when i say making fun of people i'm not talking about making personal jabs and tearing them down obviously that was yeah. wrong in the beginning but but i mean like a comedy right exactly like i mean sitting here if if i was to sit here and say john the way you're wearing your fucking hat is stupid right now in this day and age <laughs> i would get destroyed for saying yeah. something like that yeah. when before you wouldn't take that personally. You'd look at me and be like, 
you don't have a shirt on and your fucking hair's out everywhere. <laughs> I'm kind of pissed right now. Exactly. Yeah. But that's yeah. how people are now. And, I know. And it's like the, the funny comedy and stuff is disappearing and it scares me. Yeah. I mean, on, hate, hate me if you want for saying this, but the, the world is just way too soft nowadays. And I, like a lot of the times, I can't take it. Well, it's nuts. I, I used to get annoyed from it. And People have such thin skin now. Well, I used to get annoyed from it because you, I mean, everybody has their group of friends. There's a yeah. big friend group word. Everybody uses it. And in that friend group, you always ragged and made fun of There's each always other. one. Yeah. And the way I look at it is I used to get pissed. I'm like, Jesus, when we hang out, all we do is make fun of each other. We never try to be positive and boast each other up. But now I look at it as I'm thankful that all that yeah. happened because I know how to take a joke. And trust me, I know how to throw it right back yeah. at you. Yeah, yeah. And now you can't do that. If, if you would say, hey, John, your shoes are fucking stupid. Now kids will go home and cry. What are those? Yeah. Now, kids will, now kids will literally go home and cry, and that person that was trying to make a yeah. funny joke is, is, uh, is treated like a convict. Yeah, I, I 100% agree. And uh, it did happen to me, like, one time when I was younger, though, like, in grade school, I remember. And, like, this is just, like, boys being boys. I wasn't serious. I got kicked out of someone's house uh, by a parent because uh, – I, I just, like, jokingly said, you're a nerd. Really? And, like, yeah, and, like, it wasn't, like, a big deal. Um, Do I know this person? I have to. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I'm not talking shit. I know you, you're just looking out for your kid, wh- whatever. But I just want to say, like, I wasn't being serious. They're just joking around, you know? Yeah. And I think... Uh, like, you got to let stuff like that go. One, it, it thickens your skin, too, like you're saying. It be, makes you more able to, like, defend yourself verbally. And, it like, if, if you don't, it just, it just breeds, uh, like, uh, a sense of I'm always going to be protected or something like that. People, like, people got to learn how to, like, look out for themselves a lot more and... Uh, it's almost just like a preparation for that. Uh, it, if if your friends like, it's just boys are going to be boys, and I like even girls. girls are gonna, I was just going to yeah. say, girls do it too. Um, it's just a part of growing up and like making jokes with one another. And honestly, I think it, it'll build friendships more because if you can if you can talk shit back and forth and not be mad at each other, I mean, it just makes a bond even better. We're on a path right now. To where that whole aspect of life is disappearing. Yeah. And I get worried, me being, you know, talking about myself here. I I don't like to, when I'm talking to people, be very serious. I'm vulgar. I'm perverted. I say yeah. things that I know probably I shouldn't say. <laughs> but I say them because I know people at least used to laugh at them. It was yeah. a way of getting somebody to enjoy what's going on and laugh. And yeah. if that stuff goes away, a person like myself, even you, a lot of people that we know, we won't be able to do that anymore. I, everyone wants to play the victim nowadays, and it's it's just shitty. I saw a video last night of uh, a guy and his girlfriend in Portland. Um, they, they were at a protest or something, and... He got shot like six to eight times with like the beanbags. Jesus. And he's he's 
uh, complain and complain. I was peacefully protesting. I wasn't doing nothing. I was just yelling, cops are bastards and all that. And uh, he swears he was peacefully protesting. Well, meanwhile, the guy has him on video starting a fire trying to burn the courthouse down. And you, like, you're on video doing it, man, swearing you didn't do shit. And, I mean, what do you think is going to happen? Uh, really? Um, but they swear uh, I'm the victim here. I mean, uh, doing stuff like that, you're just asking for. By all means, go out there and, like, chants are okay and whatnot. Like, but when you're physically trying to, like, burn a building down or something like that, like, it's going to happen. Yeah, and I would say we're, at least as of right now, and you want to hope it stays this way, but I think we're lucky, and when I say we, I mean everybody that lives in the state of West Virginia, because luckily we don't have that many travelers that come here yeah. just to come visit the state. Yeah. So a lot of this stuff that's going on with the widespreads of the coronavirus, the riots and things like that, for us, we don't really see that stuff. And yeah. everything that we do see is on the news or caught on camera and we're hearing what they're twisted. Exactly. It's twisted, man. Uh, It's, it's getting, it's getting difficult. And I, I, um, I, I just get worried to think that maybe one day the whole joking comedic factor is going to disappear and everybody's going to be so serious, which will make that's a whole career path. It right is. people will lose, you know? I mean, some people are just gifted with comedy uh, and being quick on the trigger with things to say and uh, be ashamed to see that go to waste, really. And, and that's, what's, that's what's sad, too, because a lot of these comedy clubs and things like that, I, I, I mean, around the country, they're starting to open back up, but it's like those are one of the things that they're keeping closed. Like, you, hmm. you're opening up all of these restaurants, um, you know, grocery stores, yeah. Walmarts, and things where... I can go to a gym and work out, but I can't go to a comedy club. Exactly. And like, for what? me, for me being able to go up to... And I've only done it once, and I look forward to doing it a lot more. Me and JT went up to the Pittsburgh Improv and saw Brendan Shaw. And yeah. It, that was one of the most stress-relieving, relaxing times because oh, we were laughing the get, whole time. Yeah, you just get to sit there and laugh and have a good time and just, like... Literally just, uh, let, I don't know what the word is for, uh, just let loose, really, uh, de-stress. Like, I mean, it's just having a fun time, yeah. really, and uh, people need that. And especially now when people, you know, even in sports, it seems like everything is turning, you know, as a serious political campaign. And I will say, yes, yeah. there are some things going on that I do stand for. Yeah. Like there are some movements that are happening that need to happen. But with that being said, I don't need to see it everywhere. Right. And if right. that sounds bad for saying I'm sorry, I don't mean that in like a negative or derogatory way. But if I'm watching sports and I want to tune into a sporting event, that's where I want to go to decompress and not see and hear all that stuff right. that yeah. I'm hearing on a constant Absolutely. basis. Absolutely. And the fact that all of that's getting weaved into sports and everything like that comedy is one of the only escapes and if you take that away how are people ever going to be able to go anywhere where they feel like they can sit there 
nobody judging them, laugh the whole time and relax. Yeah. It just yeah. scares me a lot. Yeah, no, I feel you. And speaking of sports, um, you know that Last Chance You show on uh, Netflix. I'm slowly starting to believe that there is a Last Chance You curse like the Madden curse. Really? Because uh, I don't know if people know, like, have seen it, but there was uh, Independence and uh, Community College in Kansas. They had their second uh, season of being covered, and they were, like, picked to win the national championship. They had loads and loads of talent. They Honestly, they are way better than what their record showed. They ended up 2-8, and eight, and, I mean, they, I mean, they had the talent to – to go bigger, but uh, they just didn't really mesh. And then now the newest season, uh, Laney College in Oakland, they're defending national champs in, like, their class and state champs. And um, <clears throat> they uh, – I'm, I'm still, like, in the middle of the season, but they started out 0-2 and just won their third game. So if they don't have a good season, I am 100% going to believe there's a last chance you curse, and especially because – their starting quarterback got hurt. Their Damn. backup was already hurt. Third strings hurt now. They have a receiver in at quarterback. I mean, he's good, but I mean, well, <laughs> I, I, I want to keep talking about last chance you, but I just want to say this before I, I say my other. Yeah, point. yeah, yeah. I didn't realize that. Okay, so I never finished the the second season of it, the Independence College one, and I will end up watching they it. Dang. But I didn't realize that this new one that came out. Yeah. They filmed it and they scrapped the whole idea because they, they didn't think it was good filmed and everything like that. Yeah. And the and the coronavirus and quarantine made them release really? that back out and really? put it together. So I didn't know that, but I did hear it's funny you said the last last chance you curse. They're not doing football anymore, but they're going to start going into basketball. I heard that. So that will be weird to see if these basketball teams start falling apart. I know. You might be on to something. I know. And me being a huge football fan, it's kind of disappointing to me because uh, I, lo- I love watching that show and just seeing Because, like, it's crazy to think, like, how good you actually have to be to play, like, professional football or any sport. I mean, these there's some kids, like, they're fucking good, and still they will, will not make it. Um, well, I, I, I love my grandma to death, and she's great, but when she sees football – she just thinks it's people running around like idiots, hitting each other. And it's hard to explain to her, like, you don't realize what's going through every single yeah. player's minds yeah. on what they're trying to do while they're out there. Football and really any sport is so fascinating because you know what you have to do in your head. Right. But you just have to hope that the player across from you ends up in the position that you want him to. Like right. The, the other, like – if you take a first left step and you're and you're trying to cut the tackle off, if, yeah. if he shoots the other way, you don't realize how quick you have you to. You gotta beat. have multiple multiple scenarios in your head and counters to them. Yep. Like, uh, yeah, a lot of people don't realize that, and a lot of people don't realize how like mentally straining uh, something like that can be because like these kids have worked their whole life to try to become a professional player in whatever sport. And, um, like, it, it's, it starts to wear on you, um, especially, like, when you bounce back from a Division One school to a junior college like this to try to get back to that top level. Like, 
this is this is it. Like if you don't if you don't have breakout seasons here, no one's gonna take you back. Yeah, and uh, that can be very very stressful on people. Um, the most recent episode I had, um, uh, the one of their best players, uh, he ended up having to quit practice for the day because he couldn't breathe. His chest was locking up so much from anxiety and stress. And uh, it, now it was. I think it was both football-related and outside things. But, I mean, people just don't realize how much uh, of a wear and tear not only has on your body but your mind, too, especially with a lot the way this Laney College is set up. Uh, the, the, I don't know if they don't, like, have, like, good dorming system or something, but they got kids driving two, one to two hours every day from where they live into Oakland to go to class, practice, blah, blah, blah. They drive home at the end of the night, go to bed and do it again every single day. Yeah. I mean, that's very hard to do, especially when you take into account the monetary part of it, Um, all that gas and whatnot. They literally, like most of their players, from what I've seen so far, they literally, they get up, drive there, go to class, do practice. Then they work night shift at jobs to pay for all this. Then they go home go to bed and do it all over again every day like that that's very hard especially at that level you i mean you i know at that level but even yourself you can talk about some kind of personal experience you did it in terms of playing football and and the oh it's a job it's a yeah like that that's just division three exactly i mean literally i it, it really amazes me watching some of these kids how they how they're holding a job and and uh, trying to keep the grades up and whatnot because literally, like, even in Division three school, I'm waking up 5.30 in the morning. We would have to condition at 6, lift right after, condition again, go eat breakfast, have practice, go to class, uh, eat lunch again, have another practice, then uh, just finish your day off. And, I mean, usually at the end of the days we have uh, position meetings and team meetings. So, I mean, it, you have very little free time, very little. And it, it's, it's crazy to think that uh, these kids on, on that level are still successfully holding a job and whatnot and doing all, all that running around. And, like, I, like I, it's amazing having the energy to do all that and still keep that drive. Like, it just goes to show you how much they really – really want to make it and it's a shame that like maybe like one out of a hundred will actually make it to the nfl a lot of them will go on to d1 schools but you still gotta go from there well and i don't think a lot of people think about this that's why i'm happy the rock bought the xfl for this reason alone is because when you think about other sports let's say let's use basketball and soccer for example if you don't make it here in the united states Across the world, there are other soccer leagues, other basketball yeah. leagues, if not even as, football. Well, and but what I was going to say is there's like the basketball and soccer so much bigger around right, the world. Right, right, With right. football, really, if you don't ma- not knock in the CFL, but yeah. if you don't make it in the NFL, you really only it's have not, one other option to play in the Canadian football. And league. they still like don't make that good of money. Exactly. Like, on the off season, you have to have another job, and that's why it's nice that the 
they're b- trying to bring that other football league back because for how you just said, yeah. there's so many football players out there that don't make the NFL, but just because they don't make the NFL doesn't mean they're not good football players. Oh yeah. It's just yeah. that there's so many good football players and to give them another outlet to be oh, able to absolutely. go play. I, I, I think that's awesome. And there, there was, I mean, the XFL and the AFL, I think they both had maybe four or five weeks and there's some dudes that made NFL teams just because oh, they absolutely. played in that league. Absolutely. So that's why I'm thankful that The Rock is trying to revamp that back up to give more people opportunities sure. to be seen. For sure. I mean, it, and it's hard, man. Like, like there is some very, very, very good athletes that uh, just, like, don't make it just because, like, you get one chance, like with these professional teams. It, like you mess, you mess up once. Like I don't think people realize how hard it is to get another chance. Um, it it is very very hard. Well, uh, let's let's just use you. Let's just pretend since you played, you, you were good <laughs> in high school. You played college. I'm just going to use you as the example. Let's <laughs> let's say that you you made it to one of the OTAs or something in one of the NFL team leagues or whatever it may be. People don't realize that if you're practicing and you scrimmage and you make a wrong step and don't block the dude in front of you, your career could be over. Oh, yeah, all from one play. From one play can end your career. You have, like, when you are given a chance, like, for any professional sport, that is, like, your one chance. Uh, it's very hard to get a second chance. Um like one misstep, like an off day, like you're, it's crazy to think how perfect they want these people to be day in and day out. It, it's almost impossible. And that's why Hard Knocks is amazing because when they do all these shows with the NFL teams and the training camps and stuff like that, there's sometimes on Hard Knocks where these teams get these big-time players in that they just drafted, and you single-handedly get to watch that dude drop one or two balls, miss a block, miss a tackle, and they are cut and done in a matter of seconds. Yeah, it's it's a business, really. It really is, and uh, it sucks for those players uh, because really at the end of the day, they are just a number. If you're not going to make that business money – or, or like money is and wins or whatever, like it's just see ya. And uh, that's that's the one negative part about sports is because I don't want to say everybody, but I, like a lot of people love playing sports. A yeah. lot of people put in so much time to playing that sport, and they might neglect other things in terms of education, yeah. learning how to change oil in their car, learning how to do all. They, they devote all their time to that one thing, whether it's football basketball soccer hockey golf whatever it may be and to think of how many people go out to pursue that dream and to see the percentage of how many people make it it it, it's wild that's one of the big things all these like advisors and stuff try to stress to these players on that show last chance you like and they'll get real with them like they're like look what like what Literally, like one in a hundred of you are going to make the NFL. What are you going to do when you don't make it? And like, still, like a lot of them take it seriously, but a lot of them are like, "No, I'm making it," and they just like, like let grades slip and whatnot. And uh, 
literally like that that degree is your backup plan well and that's why i get mad and frustrated with people that may look at it as a negative side that you have an advisor or a coach that's saying like listen john i know you're good but like you just said, there's a one in a hundred percent chance that you're actually going to make the team. People get mad because they're like, "Oh, you're shooting down somebody's dreams, yada yada." But you're not. You're trying it's to set them real. up for a future. Yeah, it's being real, like, and you like even if it's someone you do think like is like has a very very good chance of going to the pros and stuff, like you still got to put drill into their head, like. Anything can happen. You have to have a backup plan. You blow out your knee or just like something like that, then like you're done. What are you gonna do then? Like go work at like a gas station or convenience store or whatever it may be. Like you, I don't know. Like you just literally never know what can happen. If if you aren't set up for any chance, like. It can be a very life-changing thing. And sports make such an impact on small towns and cities, too. Because when you're driving around, you're traveling across the country, you can find the signs here. You'll drive into a city, and it'll say, Glendale, West West Virginia, home of Brad Paisley. But let's just pretend Brad Paisley was like a quarterback or something. Some of these people, you know, they live their whole lives around that one person that came out of their city. And the odds of that one person making it big, I I know we keep stressing it. You and I are big sports guys. But it is true. You have to to open your mind to realize that, yes, sports are fun. Yes, sports are great. Yes, I think you can make it as far as you want to make it if you put your heart, blood, sweat, and tears into it. But you also have to have a backup plan. Yeah, yeah. You also got to put your heart, blood, sweat, tears, and uh, in education and whatnot. Yep. Um, and it's just like you got small towns everywhere where like they revolve around their high school sports. Like, welcome to wherever, home of the dragons, home of whatever. And I mean, it kind of sets these kids up for. I don't like. A lot of like depression, anxiety, and whatnot. Because I mean, let's be real. A lot of a lot of people like they're very good in high school and stuff, but they're not going to Division One. They're not going to Division Two. I mean, <laughs> like when they are brought up in these towns and stuff like this, and they're told the whole time how We can great, use ours as an example. Yeah, yeah. And you're told how great you are and all, all this and stuff, all because of your athletic ability. And then high school is over, and you got – no one's coming looking for you school-wise and stuff. And uh, they're just like, I I guess I wasn't like all, all that. And, and it's, it's demoralizing, really. Yeah. And, it, and that's why – I want to make sure when I have my kids, obviously, I'll let them play, do whatever they want to do. And I will root them on and and buy them whatever they need. But I will be a a dad that will say, listen, Jerry the Fifth. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, Jerry the Fifth, you're great at playing football, basketball, hockey, whatever it may be. But I just want you to know. Yes, you can train, put as much time in there, but you have to realize that you have to set yourself up in a real-world perspective yeah. instead of just dialing in on that one thing. Yeah, and honestly, I think a lot of the best players in whatever the sport may be professionally are players that uh, 
have like a degree and stuff like that. Uh, and one, they're just like smart. Yeah. But uh, if you if you if you look at it, a lot of like the the best famous players and stuff, they're also they were also very successful in school. And I I think that's a big part of it. Um, well, that's what's wild about uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick and Jeremy Lin. Mm-hmm. Both of them were good in their own right in their profession, and they graduated from Harvard. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. I mean, I I just sets you up to really have the best of both worlds because even even if you make it to your respected sports professional league. Um, what are you going to do after retirement? Because if, if you don't take care of that money big time, that money might not last you the rest of your life. You gotta, you gotta have a, a plan for when you retire too. Yeah, so I think that's a big part of it. And I, I think that that kind of all comes around to. I think that's why at least our younger generations, even older people, start to get frustrated about schools because it is a business, and we're really. You really don't get taught any life skills in college no. at all. No, I, not, definitely not in high school. No, like all, all you're taught about is a, a rock, a plant, and <laughs> what lawsuit happened in 1967. <laughs> That's it. You know, we're and you, we don't have to drag on about this, but you know, you're not taught about balancing a checkbook, checking your money, investments, stocks, yeah. things like that. But shit, dude, it's a the, time warp down here. Yeah. Bro. <laughs> we are over an hour. Oh goddamn! Why? Well, I, I just I did want to bring up too that. Uh, oh, we don't have to stop, baby. My I'm just house, telling you. my house is finally coming along. We got some good, good craftsmen in there working on working on getting us up and running. They they literally just had. I told JT they literally just had to replace the whole like drainage system for uh, like the bathroom because the guys in there last time completely ruined it. Uh, they poured grout down the kitchen sink and the shower, and I just found in it uh, yesterday there was a bunch of, I don't know if it's glue, something, this bright blue substance all hardened up down in the pipes. and uh, It almost looked like a blue plastic bag was down in them. So, they, yeah, we just had to, they just had to redo it all. Uh, so it's just nice having people in there working now that are uh, I don't have to worry about. Yeah, and but. this, you know... This is just my personal opinion, and I'm going to assume that you kind of think the same way, but if not, you can correct me. But my advice would be to all the younger people that are listening, maybe you're in high school, you're in college, you're getting ready to graduate, or you just graduated. My biggest piece of advice that I will give everybody that worked for me is I think the best thing that you can do is buying something, whether it's a piece of land, whether it's a house, whether it's a car, whatever it may be, instead of renting it, because then you gain, one, it helps your credit, but two, it gains value to yourself to where you can fix that thing up, you can build something, right. and then you can sell it for more money. Right. I, I, my, my opinion, and it could be wrong, but I think that's the smart way to go instead of worrying about running things and sinking all this money yeah. in that you you won't ever get any value back from that money. Yeah. So, so for anybody that's thinking, you know, still lives at home, lives in an apartment, and is thinking about their future, my advice, and, you know, if you don't want to take it, that's fine. Everybody's got their own opinions. But I, I would invest in property 
is probably yeah. what, what my big thing of advice from taking it from the whole conversation. Right. And it's like the same concept, at least in a car. That car ain't, ain't yours, really. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you can buy it out at the end, but at the end of the day, you're basically just renting a car for a long period of time. Yeah, and it's, you know, it's short-minded, and I don't mean that in a negative way because I thought it too. It is more affordable, but at the end of the day, you're not getting anything back from it. it. Yeah, it, it's that's perfect. It's short-minded affordability versus the long-term benefits on... Even if you make a thousand or two thousand dollars selling a truck or car or selling a house, that's still a thousand or two thousand more dollars yeah. that you didn't have when you started. For off. sure, for sure. Um, I mean, I was even thinking about it uh, this past week about like uh, selling my bike to get another one, and like at the end of the day, I decided not to do it because I really can't get like fast right now. I I don't think I'm going to get the money out, out of it that I should. I know it's worth, even though I would still make a little money. Uh, but at the end of the day, I, I think it would be a disservice to myself just because I want a new something to just hurry up and sell off my current thing for way less than it's worth. You know? Amen, because I, I want a lot of things, and I could afford getting other things that I don't really need. But yeah. it's my mind is shifted from being short sighted and I want it now and now I don't use this product yeah. or thing versus listen, just wait a couple years, fix up what you have. Like what you're doing and what I'm doing, we are putting money into our homes. Yeah. Hopefully to be able one to rent them out or two to sell them for a big chunk of change that we didn't have in the beginning right. and didn't put into that problem. Right, right. Absolutely. Absolutely. But yeah, man. Um, yeah, I think we just educated the people on facts. <laughs> we got a wedding to get ready we for. We got a wedding to get ready for. That's a fact, man. I appreciate We're getting it. married. We, <laughs> we are getting married. I now pronounce us Chuck and Larry. <laughs> but um, yeah, it, I, I want to say I said this on the juice box that dropped on Sunday. I want to say thank you to all the fans and everybody that supports us. This, the only way this grows is from you guys. It's nothing that we're going to say. It's nothing that we're going to do. Um, it's just from you guys telling your friends, family members, whoever it may be, to check us out. So I want to say thank you. We really appreciate it. Make sure you follow on Spotify, subscribe on Apple. All you got to do is tell one friend and, you know, not everybody's going to like yeah. it, and that's fine. But you guys are the reason yeah. that this thing keeps going. So I just want to say thanks. Find me on Twitter and Instagram, at JuiceNixon underscore. Take us out, baby. All right. I am on uh, the Twitter and Instagram, at FatherDubes, and Twitch, JD Deplaga. Bye.